0: This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast, as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother.
1: This week we have a very special guest. Somebody that, I think you could say is maybe not the most famous outside of this podcast but the most famous inside this podcast you've heard her every week at the beginning of every podcast warning you not to listen but we finally convinced mama brown to come on the podcast i'm on
0: hello dear how are you
1: um hey mom (laughs) hey mom hi stevie b (laughs) i love you mom
0: i know (laughs) <laughs>
2: Notice how she didn't say I love you too? Shut up, Steve. She just told you to fuck off like 10 minutes ago. Oh, she's <laughs> telling you to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, but you. she instinctively said your name, so.
3: <laughs> I don't
0: say fuck off to anybody.
1: <laughs> uh, so, the reason we wanted to have you on mm-hmm. is because somehow you managed to instill your... Love of Patriots football onto your three sons and your daughter, too, but to the point that your three sons have started a podcast and have now gotten two episodes, two whole seasons of episodes done of watching football games from 20 years ago. So, idiots, (laughs) (laughs) you're not alone in that, (laughs) but uh, I kind of wanted to get an idea of where it started from and if you expected this from the three of us (laughs) no not at all
0: actually i didn't really think about it um you being even fans i suppose i was just like i don't know keeping my head above water and football was the thing that kept my head above water when all you lot were little um i really liked it when i first came i think you've talked about that on one of the podcasts about me coming
1: yeah did we get um, that story right because uh, tell yeah. all the time. I don't even know if that's the truth or not.
0: <laughs> well, who the hell knows? It's all memory, isn't it? A 60, 60, 60, ooh, see, sixty-five-year-old woman <laughs> um, has a has a variable memory. But um, I remember sitting with that little. Do you remember that little tiny television that we had? Yeah, yeah the yes. brown and
3: grey one. Yeah. yeah
0: what what size was it? I was trying to figure out what size it was. Eight like by eleven
1: piece of 13 paper. Thirteen inch. Yeah.
0: Thirteen inch, maybe. But 14. that's the first thing that we bought. And Mick used to go off to work and leave me. Especially at the weekends because it was some kind of startup, oh. and so I just watched sports and I couldn't see the puck and I hated <laughs> basketball, and baseball was far too long. But football was god, god, it was gorgeous. It was just wonderful.
3: Why did you hate basketball?
0: Um, I suppose it was a lot. Like, it was a lot like netball that I played, but it wasn't yeah. netball. Does that make sense? Um, that's an English, uh, an English game that girls play. Yeah. So there was always this kind of like netball was the best sport and basketball was not.
3: Right. Exactly. So that's how we feel
1: about rugby.
0: Yes. May- I don't know. Maybe. Or about yeah.
1: soccer. It's not the real football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so I, I just started watching football and I just like fell in love with the game. It was because there was so much to it, you know. And there was, you know, you could sit and you could spend a whole game just watching the linemen playing against each other. Never mind the, the, the quarterback. So I just used to watch it and then I didn't know what was going on. So I used to write down the, the, the signals that the refs did. Oh, yeah. That I didn't understand and then send Mick in to ask. Steve wasn't asking. I think was his name. He was a big sports guy that he worked with. And, the, and he was like, your wife wants to know about that? I, I need to meet your <laughs> wife. You know?
2: Yeah, this is pre-Google. You yes. just yeah you the, couldn't do anything i just, send, had to, yeah. Yeah.
0: just had to just had to figure it out you know yeah Let's see what he did after he made the funny sign what happened you know yeah, yeah. but um it was great because i it just kept me busy and i watched all that i watched all the the professional games i was actually watching college games at that point as well hmm. and i knew i think it, it was herschel walker i can't even remember oh, who yeah. the, they were i don't remember names but um but uh, I followed all of the, the college stuff on the Saturday and then the stuff on the Sunday too. Did so, you have a, go on.
3: Did you have a college team? Like a favorite no, college?
0: No, 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 no. Hmm. Um, and Were I you just, a
3: Patriots fan though?
0: I was a Patriots fan because we went to see them. We got, the tickets were pretty shit cheap because they, <laughs> they were awful. They were awful, you know. So we, we were doing all these American things. So we bought Patriots gear, you know, like woolly hats and stuff with that dreadful logo that makes me shudder now, every time I look at it. Um, but we went down and saw the games and took peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I do believe as a, something a very, very American that you'd take to a football game who knew. Um, but uh, after that, you had to be that cause that was the first team you watched. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you just, uh, you just supported them.
1: But you have a history of supporting, shall we say the underdogs? because you're England talking about to...
0: you're talking west Bromwich albion shh, yes you're not allowed to you're not not to talk about that that's just
2: I, I thought you were talking about uh your son's sports
1: careers
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: just that your too. sons
1: in general yeah. we're never considered <laughs> underdogs. we're considered never rans.
0: <laughs> i don't know gregory i thought i got a good run for my money out of your soccer career such that's as it right. was
2: yeah yep. Mom came to every UNH soccer game, even though I started one game, <laughs> and it was it was senior day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. Was, I lived Her on love. hope. Yes, yep. it was good. No, but in, it was good. interesting.
2: In, interestingly enough, you never let us play football when we were younger.
0: No, no.
2: But there was a rule. There was a. It was if once you got to high school, you could. Right. You could decide on your own if you wanted. That was
0: the only reason I did that was because. Um, donna lynch's husband tom lynch
2: yeah
1: he he, he, he played, played
0: for time. uh who did he play for i can't remember seahawks the, the and bills? bills
1: maybe yeah i think both of those yeah i don't know I don't he like
0: played that. for some team anyway and he wouldn't let his own kid play mm. until high school he wouldn't let i think he's he tried him once at eighth grade in the little league stuff whatever they call themselves oh, the rams Pee-wee, or whatever Yeah, Pee-wee, yeah. and he, he only lasted like three weeks and he was so appalled he just left Wow. so he he didn't let his so i said no. No, none of mine are going to play. And anyway, you'd have to go to, like, these practices. And I was only going to – you'd only allowed to do one thing. And soccer was, the, like, the least amount of commitment <laughs> from a parent. Yeah. <laughs> 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 one practice, and I just used to drop you off and then pick you up again. And all the parents would, look, look at that woman. She just drops the kid off and picks him up again. And then <laughs> I would listen to Patriots games on your, your soccer field. On a Maybe, on a, yeah. In a radio, yes. I used to take a little radio down with me and listen to the games and cheer at the wrong places. Do you remember that?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time the
0: t- Patriots score go, yes! And everyone would go, what the hell? There's nothing happened on this field. <laughs> and all you kids would go, it's all right, she's listening to the She's listening to the Patriots. <laughs> Who? <laughs> so yeah, that's how. I mean, I just, so I just did it and you just picked it up, I, I suppose. I never thought, I never thought you'd kind of like be this kind of level of stupidity
1: <laughs> really? well, let's be let's be you, honest you really didn't see it. this coming
0: <laughs> no i did not no i did not no i mean i've gone off it now i don't really watch football anymore
4: yeah
1: last couple well, of years didn't you write a strongly worded letter gregory
2: said oh. something about that. oh i have this is i have this written down because i looked it up today
4: oh shit <laughs> yes this was <laughs> do you well, have a copy least,
2: of the letter no 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 it, <sighs> so to set the scene uh i remember distinctly because we're in the in like the almost like the dining room of our house because the tv in the tv room does not work because dad just said nah fuck it we don't need cable until the sons come home and then we do need cable of course yeah and this is 2016 (laughs) it is the wild card game dolphin Steelers. bud dupree lights up matt moore like just like the helmet to jaw, to the knocks head, yeah. Yeah, 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 knocks him out of the game. And mom was so pissed watching it. She was like, This is disgusting. He should be kicked out of the game. And I was like, Well, you should write him an email, mom. And she's like, Yes, figure out how I can write him an email. <laughs> so so I went on, like, I Googled, like, how do you like write formal complaints to the NFL? And there's like this like text box thing that you can like submit your complaints, and uh, she dictated and I typed it in and we submitted a complaint that basically yeah, said yeah. "fuck you, Roger Goodell." <laughs> 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 it was great. How, How long between response? the hit and the submit? <laughs> uh, it was probably look. like probably like yeah, ten minutes. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> fresh anger was. How fresh. long was that oh, email? Yes. Yeah. Well, there was like, I think they changed the rules the year after too, because it was yes like they, they changed did. it to like a targeting rule. Yeah. yeah. And like, to this day, I think it was that email that made a difference. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, you changed absolutely.
0: the course
1: of the league.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame you can't write in an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So mom, who is your all-time favorite Patriot? William McGinnis. Yeah. Mm. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. I yeah. thought so to too. Why?
0: Um, I was always a, um, a defense woman, really. I mean, apart from Drew. Drew just saved my team. but Yes. Um, but mostly I used to watch defenses because I used to think they were kind of like always the underdogs. It's, it's still the same. It's like they change all the rules all the time and it makes so it harder and more. harder and harder and harder to be a defensive player. Mm. So they never used to get very much kind of like credit. And um, I used to think my defense were wonderful so I just used and the he was my favorite one in there so that was it and I went who, who who went to a Super Bowl and I asked it was one of my parents wasn't it at the school that got tickets to the Super Bowl and she said what do you want and I said so I want a Willie McGinnis um shirt Super, Super, Super Bowl, Bowl sh- jersey that's yeah, right. Super oh, Bowl right. right yeah so, I've been so waiting stuff. to
2: steal that off you get off
0: it <laughs> <laughs>
2: isn't it a Pro Bowl jersey <laughs> I think mean, no, that's a Super Bowl one. No, it's a Super it was Bowl. The it? Eagles Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Trust me, I've been eyeing it for a bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it was really funny do you remember we we used to wear those kind of things. Jan, do you remember Janice uh, Wilkins and I went to yeah. got tickets to a game one time and the, just the two of us went. Yeah. And, yeah, she and we used to have
1: tickets or something, right?
0: No, I no, I don't think so, but she she oh. won some or something. She had some tickets anyway and, and so instead of taking Steve, she took me cuz she's more of a fan than I am actually so the two of us are you know kind of like not old biddies at the time but oldish biddies, <laughs> standing in one of the end zones and um the end zone areas and you can see all these guys oh look at the oh look at these you know old women and then so we start shouting at the game and obviously and we know exactly what we're watching and they're like yeah. yeah you god you know what you're doing <laughs> don't you know it's really funny but they were oh you've got a william mcginnis oh great blah, i remember him you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> it was quite funny yeah. actually
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Uh. So, on the flip side of that, who, not on the pages, but in general, who is your least favorite player?
0: Oh, I didn't have the player, but I had, what's the Fat Tuna guy? The coach. Ourselves? Bill Parcells? Yep. yep. Always the hated Fat that. Tuna. Wow. <laughs> oh, well, that's what they always used to call him, isn't it? It's fat the Tuna? Big,
2: isn't it the, the Big Tuna? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Fat okay. Tuna, Big he Tuna, was, whatever. He was
2: fat. <laughs> oh, maybe it was the Fat Tuna. Maybe it was is it? now. Does that mean
0: <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I, I just, I just couldn't bear him. Couldn't no. bear him.
2: Why not? You think he's so bully?
0: Yes. Yes, I think he was. I think mean, I've been listening to some of the stuff he did for. Uh, who's that? Oh, the, I can't remember names anyway. Who was? Who was the? Who was the really good receiver in this oh, Terry season? Glenn. Terry, Terry Glenn. Terry Glenn. Yep. Yeah. And he was so awful to him. Yeah. And um. And then. And, and I think that he actually destroyed Bledsoe's career because what happened was Bledsoe was playing really well, and then the big fat tuna came as the coach and he immediately tried to change how he played the game. So, yeah. So he tried to kind of like just change how Bledsoe actually threw the ball and you know, all this other stuff. And I think the guy got so kind of like, you know, you talked about him chucking things around and stuff. He he wasn't really good. He used to throw really good balls when he first came, but he just kind of like he got inside his head and he just destroyed it. I think so. But I've just been listening to episode nine. Have I missed? I've actually listened to episode 19. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Holy shit.
2: So I'm home right now. And like the other day I come and like come downstairs in the morning and she's sitting there quilting downstairs (laughs) with like the cat sunbathing next to her. And I can hear the episode she's listening to. And it's like, I'm like describing a story of when I got drunk and arrested. (laughs) And she turns to me and she goes... (laughs) I'm learning a lot on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh God. (laughs) We gotta put a stop to
1: this.
0: (laughs) I have. I have learned a lot.
1: But that was the first especially.
0: That was the first game I actually thought of all the games that you've been describing, that was the one I thought, I need to go and watch that again.
2: Yeah. You know that one Steelers one? Yeah, Mm -hmm. where
0: he came back in and threw it and you know, it's just I mean, I watched him on the sidelines that whole season, Mm. walking up and down, coaching, you know. Yeah. Um and it was just really cool he was he so was cool. awesome he yeah. was a that's great nice. great guy he really was so yeah but as soon as he left i, I stopped worrying about i mean i stopped watching him so yeah, i'm yeah. obviously that's what you you find as you go through like you're, you're very very invested in particular players as long as they play for your team right and then as soon as they leave you're like i gotta give a shit
1: yeah, brady breaking me
0: is like i don't care anymore
1: <laughs> i like, don't you
2: <laughs> Done. Done. Gone. Dude, she did that to Steve years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not at all, Steve. Two thousand six.
2: <laughs> Susie moved to a different state. Gone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a certain level of relief when you all move to different states, actually.
2: Hey. <laughs> rock, sorry, sorry, Andy. <laughs> yeah. You
0: were away for a while.
1: They're waiting on you, Andy.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, good. See, I thought your answer was going to be um, John Elway, because no. that, one of oh, my earlier memories <laughs> is we're watching a Patriots-Broncos game, probably mid-90s, I'd say, some like 10-ish, um, and John Elway is doing his scrambling thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was one of the first times I heard you swear because you, you yelled at the TV, rip his fucking leg yes.
3: off. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, Wait, I thought that was Steve Young.
1: No, it was John <laughs> yeah. Elway. I remember both. specifically. Yeah. Probably both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably
3: both. But you
0: have to know, you've been four young kids in the thing. I mean, I was just like, football was great. I could just shout and yell and, you know.
3: You did that to Greg people. all the
0: time. Yeah, I did. And I did to your father on the soccer field too, all his team. <laughs>
3: oh no i meant at greg when he's at home
0: oh yeah yeah. well he needs it he needs it
2: (laughs) very naughty
0: very naughty well sometimes sometimes a naughty boy uh yes so it was it was just a it was a relief to just yell I, i was sitting there thinking the other day um that when when i was pregnant with gregory i used to try and work my whole week around the fact that i could watch three games of football all in a row and i used to prop myself pretty you i'd know, do all the laundry do all the food do everything else get, prop myself up in that front of that little tv um with a whole bunch of pillows on my side and i would just lie there from like when do they turn them on 12 o'clock one o'clock, 1 o'clock yeah. so i'd watch the mm. one o'clock game then i would watch the four o'clock game and then i'd watch the seven o'clock game i was in heaven
4: yeah <laughs>
2: yeah yep. yeah i'm not pregnant but i do that too <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well you get you were getting it in utro, dear <laughs> yeah triple he- triple headers every day yeah. every sunday yeah. Yeah. yeah have you ever
3: watched red zone mom
0: <laughs> no darling that's red zone is when there's all these different games at one time right yeah, yeah. Yes. that really sucks it really does suck you can't you can't concentrate on the game you can't get the flow of the game you can't get the in
2: and out what do you think of fantasy football mom
0: oh i tried that didn't i you did yeah. I, Andy? yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was pretty crap at it too. You did yeah. alright. <laughs> <Everybody laughs> no, I did.
1: You learned a lot.
0: I did learn a lot, yes, and I did you get excited the playoffs, for the I first. Yeah. That was by accident, yes, but I did. No, I I don't Mom, really... it's, all,
1: it's all blind luck, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: You have to know too much about the whole league, I think, and I wasn't. I don't do that. You know, yeah. I'll do the Patriots and who they play, kind of. One. I used the only thing I did with the whole league was that um, that uh, what's his name Payson
4: oh, the Payson's.
0: Pick-ups. Yeah. Oh,
4: yeah 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 pool.
0: that was the only money i earned for 11 years was winning that pool twice <laughs> <laughs> and i used to keep it in a pot thinking oh, i don't know what i'm going to spend it on but i've earned this money this money is mine awesome <laughs> i can't even remember now
3: <laughs> probably something
0: nice though steven
3: william probably mcginnis something. jersey
0: maybe <laughs> no that came later <laughs> all right anything else
1: uh Give us your best Patriots-related oh. moment. I don't Wait. remember those.
2: What? Uh, Go on. We'll cut, we'll cut this part, but I have another question. Go ahead.
1: That's no, fine.
0: Um, I don't remember incidents. I don't even remember last week's game. I live in the moment. I enjoy it. I can't tell you how many Patriots Super Bowls we've won, and I can't remember who we played, and I can't Good even remember the touchdowns. But it's just, yeah, it is. So everything's new to me.
3: But <laughs> that's because you're sitting so far from the TV, Mom. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
3: hiding behind the couch, You <laughs> barely see it. I do. I see
0: "What was the? Where was I with you, Gregory, the other day?" And I was, I mean, not yeah. long ago, and I was sitting yeah. on the stairs at your house. Yeah, to I was there me in for North that. Carolina. Oh, yeah, God.
2: Oh, was that was the, the Chiefs Patriots game? Chiefs
1: game. Yeah, I the do. AFC I get a playoff game. Yeah, yeah, that
0: was... I do. Get very upset if they're not playing well what was the oh, the probably the one moment i do remember is do you remember um when they were really losing in was it in a super bowl and i said i was going to go to bed and gregory was on the phone and he's like don't you dare we can still win this and then we were like some some stupid amount of points down and then we won it right probably. at the end oh
2: yeah. the seahawks super bowl
0: yeah was that the one where we were like oh uh, the, absent- falcons, the falcons
2: yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> when
1: they came back yeah you talked to mom I did. You yep. talked to anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I called. I called him, and I think I was my texting or calling. Him saying, I'm saying i am fucked with this. This is crap. I'm not gonna, I'm too old to be doing this.
2: Yes. And he said, "Don't you
0: dare! You never leave the end of a Patriots game." <laughs> yep, I was right. that's the one. Of so course,
2: cool. I remembered that. It yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely wasn't texting. It's stone cold
1: sober. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, they came back. I suppose that's the one I remember the most. It was really, really cool because I no, was so sh- well. so sure that they'd kind of like completely lost it. Yeah. And there he pulls it out. He did does do that well.
1: Mm-hmm. Every time.
0: So yeah, that's probably one.
2: Right, Greg, well, my my last question is do you hate do you hate the commentators
0: no the only one i hate was kenneth Wilson. home was that his name
2: i don't oh, know way back yeah. way back yes because i was
0: he thinking was g-
1: dan deardorff but no no you hated deardorff as much as i did oh is it no. maybe
0: deardorff maybe kenneth Wolsenholm home is a soccer one i don't know you'll have to there look you. it up great you stat check
1: listening? Wilson
0: yes.
3: Harm. Wilson I just did it. Wilson Home. Wilson Home. Wilson Home. He's a soccer guy, Mum.
0: Is he okay? So I hated him.
3: From the nineteen fifties and sixties, weren't you like? Did you already said. Steve, I'm a stat check guy.
4: <laughs> yes. Oh yeah.
0: So Dan Deardorff, I just, I just didn't like. I, I don't really love any of them. The only guy I've really liked is Tony Romo. Has been lately yeah. really, really good. I love Tony him. And then who was who was the guy that was really good, like him, but then got a bit? Ellsworth. No. Joe Theismann. No, was it Theismann? He,
1: nah, he was the I don't know. I think
0: yeah. It. Yeah, I know. It was. It was a player like that I liked.
2: Yeah. I Kenneth Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. English soccer
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes, I don't really care about the.
2: Because uh, yeah, Andy I, hates them all. Yeah.
0: But he does, and he probably picked it up from me. I probably did shout at them all because <laughs> they used to. Well, the Patriots were so bad for so long, and they were always, you know, kind of like being berating them and saying how yeah. crap they were, basically. And that really used to piss me off, especially if it was on the television, because it hardly ever was. That's true. Because we never, you know, we never were on the television for. years. Yep. Always. Yeah. How so, far we've
1: come! Mm-hmm. How,
0: <laughs> yeah, you've had it so easy. Good lord! I was—I oh, we went to that game. I think we took you, Andy, as a baby.
1: Yeah, didn't you my take mo- your mother as well? Because yeah, ma- ma- my there. mom.
0: Yeah, my mom was here, and and what? we decided to go there, and we took you. And that was the time when um, it was really, really getting bad. It was really rough, and I think that was the week—the week, the week before—they were passing that doll around the stadium and the the female blow up doll and doing obscene things to it in the stands so that was when we decided we wouldn't go anymore but my mother was like grandma was there yeah i'll just i'll just take i'll just take the baby and go into the car and then she said somebody come along and peed next to the car while she was sitting in it and things like that it it was a really rough scene actually when they were bad (laughs) that story yeah yeah that's awesome dreadful just dreadful so yeah so we we stopped going for quite a long time because it was it was too rough and then it was too expensive when they got better. <laughs> uh, I go probably once a season for a while. I used to get tickets from the uh, from the parents of the Montessori school. Pretty that's
1: cool. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is cool.
0: Anything else?
3: I got one last question, Mum.
0: Yes, Stevie. My Which favorite.
3: son do you love the most? Oh wow, she answered it. Never mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Always. Yes. No. No favorites. Everybody's just like a pain in the ass, really.
2: <laughs> All right. Who's your least well, favorite? Yeah, I was gonna say which one you hate the
0: most.
1: <laughs> and why is it Steven?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's and, right, Steven. Steven,
1: by what margin?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't don't let them be mean to you, Stevie.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, Anything else?
2: No. no thanks for coming mean. on, Mom. I love yeah. you. Yeah, I love to you too. Mom.
1: Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Well, welcome back now that we've heard from the one and only the infamous Mama Brown. Infamous?
3: Yeah, that sounds famous. That sounds,
1: yeah, that sounds nefarious, infamous. Yeah. I'd say yeah. I'd say podcast famous. Mama Brown. In she's more, the, she's
3: uh, famous for more than just the podcast, but that's probably her biggest claim to fame, yes.
1: I would think so yeah it's, it's what most people know her for not for all the good work she's done with uh, the children of America and the children of New Hampshire being a teacher for so long and and us all that I don't know if she put that on her resume but yeah like <laughs>
3: in the bottom extracurricular
1: <laughs> exactly also <C>. see
3: <laughs> definitely not the references though
1: no but uh Greg has gotten so angry that mom didn't say she uh, that he was her favorite, that he is not with us at the moment. And it has nothing to do with the fact that we're recording this at a different time than the interview with mom. Um, but He's, he might he be.
3: Desperate attempt to be even decent at golf.
1: Yeah. yeah, It might be something to do with that. But uh, he may join us later. We shall see. Um, you'll have to stick around to find out. You like how I teased that, Steve. Nice.
4: That's
1: pretty good. <laughs> um yeah let's talk about some football because we, we've kind of danced around it talking with mom but uh we are finally mercifully i don't know what 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 would be a good adjective for where we are right now
3: oh uh, what the what was that weird the culmination or whatever it was Oh,
1: uh, climax of the uh the yeah. climax yes we're at the climax of the 2002 season uh I, that's probably a good word for this that i think this game was not anticlimactic, was it? No, this
3: is a great game. Oh, yeah, dude.
1: I because the rest of these have been a little rough. Uh especially I think last week was probably the the low point of the season, losing to the Jets at home. For sure. I mean, I think that's going to be the low point of any season losing to the Jets at home, but this one especially just because of how they did it and like the fact that it mattered for the playoffs. And all of that. Um, so I think we should probably apologize again to Lisa for making her actually watch that game. That was so, bad. Sorry, Although the
3: Lisa. Titans one was equally as, not as bad, but like it was tougher to watch.
1: Yeah. I mean, neither of them were good. So I was just kind of going to watch this game more out of duty than anything and just kind of skim it almost. But then when I got into it, I forgot to do that. Because... See, I forgot
3: that I've always seen that highlight of Tom Brady hitting Troy Brown in an overtime for like the game-winning touchdown. It was at yeah. Miami, it had the old baseball field. Right. And then when I first put this game on, I realized it was at New England. And I was like, oh, this isn't that overtime game. No. The game is this? Like, I don't remember.
1: Yeah. I, I remember none of this game again. Um, I still think I just blacked out for the entire uh, 2002, 2003 area of my life. Um, which may or may not have had to do with the copious amount of drinking I did during those those two years. But, um, yeah, th- this, like, I didn't realize this went to overtime. And this was another one of those games where I got, I think, probably end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, and I thought, wait, the Patriots win this game, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually wrote it down. There's a lot of people leaving with five minutes left in the fourth, like they showed – the typical like you'd see in most Browns games where people are streaming for the exits because it's like five minutes left in the fourth quarter, it's still down by ten and people don't realize who Tom Brady is yet. And I actually wrote down the pages do win this game, right? Because like it didn't quite feel just the way the game was going. It didn't feel like they had enough time. Yeah. But this is Tom Brady we're talking about. It was classic um, Brady. It was. Uh, so do you want to give it a watchability score before we jump into this
3: i'll give it maybe three and a half three in the ac championship or four it's pretty wow. watchable right. but we play like doo-doo for a lot of it but it's only watchable because you knew the end of it if the yeah, yeah. dolphins actually won it like they definitely should have it would be like a one watchability
1: and the deaf and that they thought they were going to <laughs> but yeah i
3: if the dolphins win they're in the playoffs
1: if the Dolphins and win, because, they win the division, yeah.
3: Yeah. Playoffs and like a home playoff game. And I think they missed the playoffs, right? The Jets made it in.
1: They did. And both the pagers. So and they the went Dolphins from a games. home
3: playoff game to not making the playoffs because they were up ten with five minutes left. What a fucking yeah. collapse.
1: And the the announcers were even talking about how they were like already starting to celebrate on the sidelines. Yeah. Which whoops. Um yeah, I would probably give it a th- yeah, I'd say three and a half would probably be about right. Um, I was going to give it a three until I learned my fun fact for this game, which we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, I would I, say you can skip the first quarter, though. I would say
3: that, like, I don't know. It was cool watching Ricky Williams be awesome.
1: So let's was, let's talk about that.
3: Ricky running against us for sure. He was a beast.
1: So Ricky Williams, we talked about him last time, uh, the Patriots play the Dolphins this season. And I think Greg went into a deep dive for yeah. him. But uh didn't realize how dominant he was this season. He actually led the NFL rushing this season because they yeah. showed a stat where it was him and who else? Uh, oh, uh, LT and Priest Holmes. Uh, going into the game, I think Priest Holmes had already finished his, his last game. He finished with 1,615 yards. LT had one more yard than that, but still had a game to go. Ricky Williams coming into this game was at seventeen hundred fifty-two yards. Uh, that, maybe the not coming into, it, but I was but, like, like towards half. So yeah, then, rushing. <laughs> exactly. Then he went for another one hundred eighty-five and two touchdowns in this <laughs> game. He had t- hundred and twenty rushing yards in the first half. It was, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. I Jesse had this
3: for- too. That was a 10th all-time season from Ricky, like, on the NFL rushing. Yeah. At the time. I'm sure it's been beaten a bunch since. But still, it's a historic top 10 rushing season from him.
1: Right. And they- Almost 2,000 yards.
3: They talked a lot about uh, Jason Taylor, and yep. he had 18 sacks. And he was, like, four away from the NFL record on that, too.
1: Right. And they were talking about how, uh, why aren't more people considering him for MVP? And I was like, what? Jason Taylor? But yeah, he was having like an all-star year as well. And but they I didn't think,
3: even make the playoffs, those fucks.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it is the Dolphins.
3: Uh, that's but, a pretty bad mess up. That's like that's like a nowadays Jets to have like a all time seasons from two of your players on either side of the ball and still not even make the
1: playoffs. Yeah, uh, I don't think the Jets even get that that close.
3: <laughs> you yeah, couldn't even get those guys. Or if yeah, those guys say, were on they would be the a to
1: yeah, name the the best offensive player the Jets have had in the past ten years, off the top of your head. Uh, definitely Le'Veon Bell. He's the the biggest name. He's probably the best offensive player, though. Has Not, he done like, anything, anything though? I'm yeah, talking like production wise. Has anybody actually produced?
3: He's on the Jets. You know, he's got. He's just you know surrounded by malaise, so he sucks too. He just gets dragged down into the black hole. Good word. But, but if you yeah. get him out of there, he's just as good as he is again. He's probably the most talented player they've ever had on that
1: squad. In the past ten years, anyway, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um but I think the the problem, like you're talking about, with this this team is that they literally only really had those two guys. It was Jason Taylor on defense and Zach Thomas to an extent as well, I'd say. But on Zach the Thomas offense. Was- yeah, but the offense was Ricky Williams and only Ricky Williams. Like, I think, uh, how did Jay Feeler do in this game? He finished with, you want to guess how many passing yards he had?
3: I feel like he didn't have to do too much because it was Ricky Williams showing. He just had to play action off of it.
1: Well, this is, this is the point I'm making. But So even with that, you'd think like he would be effective doing that, right? So how many passing yards do you think he had in this game? Ballpark. I don't
3: know. 200, 250?
1: fifty. One hundred and ten.
3: What was his completion rate? And
1: that that included uh, seventy point four. That included. Um, just keep Oh, long of thirty-two. Yeah, that thirty-two-yard touchdown to I don't remember who it was.
3: It was a pretty good throw. Yeah, I thought he played okay. He had good throws.
1: He he missed a lot of like what probably should have been gimmies. Yeah, nowadays touchdown. would be. Bad, yeah. Yeah, but he had that one touchdown, which I don't think was as much him as it was like Victor Green doing what he did last week and just letting a long ball go literally through his hands for a touchdown. That's true. Which I think Victor yeah, Green... They
3: were complimenting that and He's like, ah, it should have been a pick.
1: Yeah, it absolutely should have, and yet here yeah. we are. Uh, Although so, you say
3: Lear would have picked that and he had that one go right through his hands on the tip ball. <sighs> He did. He was like already running for the end. It was like on the ten yard line. He was already running for the end zone.
1: Yeah, that Just was and put it away. Yeah. So that was part of like the shit that was this first quarter. Um, like the Patriots on their first drive get to midfield and then manage to down the punt at the the Dolphins two yard line, which. With Ken Walter as your punter comes around. This is probably the second time I can remember this season that it's yeah, happened.
3: He Never all happened. year. He yeah,
1: it. he usually puts those ten yards deep in the end zone, right?
3: Actually, no. If you look in the replay, it actually did bounce in the end zone. And the rest missed it.
1: No, that was that was uh, later on in the kickoff. We'll okay, get to that. Have, I thought it was a month, right? No, no, I know I know exactly what play you're talking about. We'll get to that. Because yeah. that was uh, a big play too. Uh but yeah, so so Miami Starts the drive at their own two yard lines, the second drive of the game, and Fiedler immediately comes out and throws what basically was a gimme pick six to Laura Malloy. The ball just like bounces off the receiver's helmet or something like that, it goes straight up, and he has literally two hands on it, and he's on like the seven yard line with no between him him and the end zone, and he just butterfingers it, just drops it straight through his hands.
3: Yeah, he was like tucking it, and he just fucked up to put it away in your you know yeah. crock your he already had caught it and was putting it away and just dropped yeah.
1: it. And he didn't. So, you know, the, the still the Miami goes three and out, has to punt it. So New England actually started at the Miami 39, started inside Miami 40. Uh, and then they attempted to run a QB draw with Thomas like Patrick down. Edward Brady Jr. It was on like, yeah, it was all like second or third down. for, And it was like third and six or something like that. Yeah. And they try to QB draw Brady fumbles and Miami recovers. They don't get any points out of it.
3: Yeah, it was that play call. I mean, looking at it now, that play call is terrible. But back then, they didn't maybe they didn't know how absolutely awful is Tom Brady carrying and running the ball.
1: I mean, I guess. I mean, you could see he doesn't run with any sort of grace no. or courtesy. Like, and he's like
3: kind of all arms and legs too so like yeah. the it's like a
1: newborn baby deer yeah, yeah. or maybe like doesn't a giraffe yeah it's not it's not great he doesn't know what to do with his hands and that ball bounced right to Zach Thomas like he he, he caught
3: that on the run yeah he was like coming in run for us and just bounced right to him he's caught it on the run and kept going
1: yeah so so then of course Miami now starts at the 50 after that turnover um they get one first down, and then I think this is underrated. Um, but Miami would punt from the New England 35-yard line. Like, they drove all the way down to the 35 and punted it because they didn't want to try, like, a 50-yard field goal. Which, yeah, and they had a pretty very good
3: kicker, right? Alindo uh, Mare. Alindo no, Mare, yeah. He was a big name.
1: Yeah. And I think like if if this was happening nowadays and you had a team punting from the opponents 35, they'd get eviscerated on like social media and like ESPN and all that. But back then like it wasn't as much of a thing. but that that wouldn't be the only time that happens too. Um, and that that and, yeah, and, and that punt was uh, a touchback, like it bounce in the end zone. So, the Patriots got it to 20 anyway. So, if you miss the field goal, you get it right around the 35. So, it's not like it was a huge deal. Uh, and then, yeah, the only other thing that happened that first quarter was Ricky Williams scoring his first of two touchdowns uh, and basically running all over the Patriots.
3: It was uh, it was awesome. I mean, in this season, we've seen some pretty awesome backs absolutely devastate us.
1: Oh, my God, yeah.
3: many? <laughs> like songs we... run rough shot, LP run rough shot. And now we got to watch Ricky Williams do the
1: same thing. I'm curious. How many rushing yards? Oh, boy. So yeah, Where do
3: we end up on rushing defense this year?
1: 31st.
4: Oh.
1: <laughs> I don't know how you finished worse than this, but somebody did. Um, Who was it? That's a great question. I don't know. Let me see if I can look this up real quick. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know look it up. I'm not sure, but the Patriots allowed 2,198 rushing yards on the season. How do I find the 2002 season? Uh, right, here we
3: go. So we're gonna have to cut this out. Us looking for a stat, so hey yeah, gosh. goddamn stupid stats guy, not a know, right? golfer guy. Give it up, Greg. You're not gonna be good at golf.
1: <laughs> All right, oh, I got it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, so the bottom, well wow, there was a ton of teams. The bottom 11 teams gave up over 2000 yards rushing. Um Patriots we decided were were second to last. Third to last was the Arizona Cardinals. Um <laughs> behind them was the Buffalo Bills. Cardinals finished 5 and 11 on the season. Buffalo Bills finished 8 and 8. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Chicago Bears, number seven, with two thousand seventy-six yards. We've seen them. They finished four and twelve, and the worst rushing defense in the league was the Seattle Seahawks. Behind Mike Holmgren, they allowed two thousand four hundred and forty-one yards.
3: Where were we at?
1: Uh, 2,198 so they allowed that's only like yeah, that's 200 yards,
3: yards. That's they tough. allowed
1: god damn they allowed an average of 4.9 yards per carry that is brutal the Patriots are 4.7 which is not much better but fuck like none
3: of those are good well Eddie George really helped even that out because he had the fucking like 2 yards per carry and still got 130 yards.
1: <laughs> That's true, yeah. And they've done okay against, like, you know, the Bills didn't really run it, I don't think.
3: Yeah, they're okay on some people, but all the big backs, the big names, Gash, yeah.
1: The Jets didn't really run it much either. I don't, that feels right. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a great season for this rush defense, which, I mean, isn't
3: a surprise, right? I mean, to be fair, did you see those blocks Jay Fielder was
1: throwing on the reverses? Yeah, I think he was uh
3: They had was, what three reverses for sixty yards? Yeah. And oh
1: yeah, the the wide receiver was the this is the I actually wrote this down. This was the the uh the only game that I can remember where the pages would fall for reverses like that i don't know if they were just so like keyed up on trying to stop rookie williams which
3: exactly what it was i think it was a good play didn't play. work
1: but yes uh chris chambers
3: the
1: was the second leading rusher in this game three carries 59 yards <laughs> so like he's averaging what almost 20 yards a carry my math right there
3: plus the 185 you're talking 260 yards rushing
1: yeah, um two hundred and fifty-six total. This was the most rushing yards the Patriots allowed this season.
3: It felt like and that's the crazy part. You can run the ball at like crazy. Yeah. You're up. He scores five minutes left and you still lose the game. So yeah, so, that's Dolphins. where
1: it comes down to coaching. Um because I mean the Dolphins were up big. They're up twenty one seven at the half, right? Another Ricky Williams touchdown run. Patriots doing absolutely nothing. They're actually getting booed in the second quarter when they went three and out after Ricky's second touchdown run. Um, and then all of a sudden they have one of those drives where I guess you could say Tom Brady put the team on his back, but it was really Kevin Falk on that drive where all he did, like yeah, yeah, they, they didn't have Antoine Smith in, so it was all Kevin Falk, like he was catching the ball in the backfield. If they ever threw the ball, he had um, that like uh, what do they call? I don't remember what the routes call, but like where he kind of starts in the backfield, goes out, and then cuts back in, and he beat um, Zach Thomas on that.
3: They were definitely going after Thomas in coverage. He was like a big run yeah. stopper, couldn't cover exactly. Kevin.
1: And so, like it was all he—he he got them all the way down to the ten-yard line, and then Antoine Smith had his probably longest run of the game of about ten yards and ran in for the touchdown, which I thought was unfair. You know, what was amazing Falk in this game. Kevin Falk's,
3: uh, yeah, his chin strap.
1: Oh my God! Remember
3: yeah, that? the fucking fattest chin strap with like a towel in it.
1: <laughs> Something, yeah, it was, it was like wrapped with.
3: Always had real big. He's always had the big, big chin strap, But this one, yeah, like, in this game, it looked like a towel. Like someone just cut up a gym towel, wrapped his chin strap <laughs> in it, and just But that. it almost
1: looked like it had like sticky tape on it too. <sighs> like it had that like texture to it on the outside. It was amazing. I yeah, that, look, like, it a, almost looked like an oven mitt. Like he had an yeah. oven mitt there. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. But he was like, that was, I think, that the picture like, I have on my head always has that.
3: Fucking, it's like a white goatee almost. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: oh, it's beautiful.
3: But there was a close actually at the end of the first half, beginning of second, that was looking back, was huge. Because it wasn't 21 7, it was 21 10. If you remember, Brady got him a field goal right at the very end of the half, like 40-something yards. Oh, that's right. Yes. No, you're right. And the Dolphins come out in the second half, and they just run, 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 run.
1: Yeah.
3: He misses that touchdown pass. like, you know, they really should have had. The guy was wide open.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: And then they missed the field goal there. Yeah. So it's kind of
3: like a six-point swing that ends up being huge, right?
1: Yeah, because the the Pages came back and and kick a field goal too, so – they're hanging in there. It's like 21-13. It's really down a touchdown. Not a not a big deal. And then I thought this, to me, would have been the backbreaker for most teams where um, Miami's driving. They're inside New England territory. And then I don't remember exactly how it started, but there was like a tip ball, and Vrabel da- dove for it, and it looked like he yeah. like, was able to get his hand underneath the ball before he hit the ground and like, pop it straight up. And... Lory Malloy caught it off that bounce and returned it to like the Miami five yard line, but then he fumbled it and Jay Fiedler recovered it. But then after the end of all that, they ruled it incomplete anyway. Like, Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Ridiculous. So instead of like either the Patriots having it at the five or even Miami getting moved all the way back to the First five. Down. Yeah. Um, well, even then, but like Miami would still be like tucked back at their own five yard line instead of being a New England Terrier, now all of a sudden it's just like that wipes out and they're back at like the New England 35. Um, but that again, that right there, because that, that goes into the fourth quarter. And I think from there on, it go the, the defense holds and um, the Jets basically go three and out from that, that point. Um, and then again, this is where Miami skips the 50-yard field goal and punt from the New England 33-yard line. Yeah. And, and I I'm gonna let that, that sink goal. in. They punted from the New England thirty-three yard line.
3: That whole sequence was so dumb though, because at that point they've been running the ball like crazy, and then all of a sudden on that, you know, first, second, third down, they they try to throw it on first and second at the end of the third yeah. year. And then they try like a draw play that you know loses even more yards and they're finally yeah. like, well, it was like a forty five yard field goal. And now we fucked it up. Yep. Now it's a fifty, let's punt it.
1: Yeah. It's, third, yeah, it's fourth. Yeah, well, it was third and seven. They ran a, a draw. Rookie Williams that that went for negative five yards. Doesn't
3: he punt it to the end zone too? So it's like a net of like.
1: <laughs> no, this one he actually he actually wow, did. Uh, yeah, so they they pinned him at the two. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I guess makes sense. Um, but this is where Brady starts to look like he's hurting. Like he throws, yeah. he's throwing the ball, and he's like grimacing. I'm like that. That sounds familiar. So I looked it up. And I think this is why instead of giving it a three, I went with a three and a half because uh, I found an article from, it was actually from February of 2004. So after the 2004 Super Bowl from the Boston Globe, well, it's boston.com. Um, and I was talking about how Brady. Was getting surgery for, he recently went underwent arthroscopic surgery on his right shoulder to alleviate some lingering soreness. Um, that soreness, where do I have? I have the, the quote here. Um, so it says Brady originally injured, injured his throwing shoulder December 16, 2002, at Tennessee. So two weeks ago. Attempting to pass at the end of the first half, Brady suffered a first degree separation. On a hit from Tennessee's Javon Kurse of his shoulder of his throwing shoulder. So Brady completed 48% of his passes in that game, one of his three games in 52 career starts in which he had completed fewer than half his attempts. And of course, he was limited the following week, which we just lost last week, in a home loss to the Jets, in which he completed 51% it gets even more ridiculous. In the victory over Miami in the 2002 finale, Brady re-injured the shoulder, this time sustaining a second-degree separation. And I know nothing about degrees and all that stuff, but that seems worse. And so he's basically finishing this game on a separated shoulder.
3: Well, degrees work this way, Andy. If you have a first degree and then you get another first degree, you add them (laughs) together and you get a second degree.
1: (laughs) You said that with such confidence, and yet I know you're pulling that directly out of your butthole. (laughs) Yeah, so Tom Brady is playing this... Where are we? This is the fourth quarter. He's playing the fourth quarter with a newly re-separated throwing shoulder.
3: Yeah, he definitely looks fucked up, and then like every pass was maximum like seven, eight yards.
1: Yeah, but it was still coming out.
3: Yeah, pretty hot. He was fucked
1: up, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like the throws were on target and like getting where they needed to be. Yeah.
3: Yeah, in between the plays, you can tell he was hurting though.
1: Yeah, as was um Troy Brown because I think yeah that may have been a couple weeks ago too where he kind of landed on his landed on the ball. I I thought he landed like on his tailbone or something, and he was like was the like way he was like coming down,
3: and the ball got in between him and his tailbone, so he fucking landed awkward and
1: kind of shot down into the something ground. like that. Yeah, and and so like you could tell he was. He wasn't moving right that, that that entire game. That may have been last week actually against the Jets, I think. And so you can see him kind of having that say because he landed on like price. I want to say it was like the third quarter. He he caught a ball and landed like that again. And you could see he was in serious pain. But that the Patriots starting at their own two, both of those guys hurt, still managed to drive to midfield. And I think all the completions were braided to um braided to Troy Brown to get them out of that hole. Uh, but then they end up punting. Miami goes three and out. So it's still where are we at this point? Patriots are still down eleven, right? They're still down.
3: No, they're quite down eleven. They're down a little less than that. This the eleven is when. Oh right, right, yeah. The Dolphins got to the ten yard line of the Patriots on a pretty mm-hmm. solid drive, running it primarily down there like you should be the entire time.
1: Well, the only reason they they managed to drive down is because Brady got picked off oh before and so they started with i think a shorter field and then yeah they literally just ran it yeah. straight down the, the like a
3: tipped stairs. int yeah yeah
1: tipped by zach thomas of course covering troy brown which yeah they don't see uh, that very often
3: well so they have a third and three on the 10 and they throw it <laughs> they do like a bootleg with jay fiedler
1: right you you've you've <laughs> run for 180 something yards already in this game yeah, you have like your offense is literally just Ricky Williams. The Patriots have not shown they can stop yeah. you once, and you, so you
3: yards if you score touchdowns, pretty much game over. There's like five minutes left. Yeah, because we get the ball with four minutes forty four seconds and there's eleven point deficit.
1: Yeah, because when when they showed the fans streaming out of the stadium, there was just about yeah just under five minutes left and that's what, and I, they just kicked the field goal so now they're up 11. 5 minutes left and the Patriots offense has put up 13 points at this point. <laughs> so it's 24-13 Patriots are down big. Season on the line. They lose this day it doesn't matter.
3: Yeah, um, and the Dolphins go home. The Dolphins go yeah, home to have a playoff game. Yeah.
1: And so this this is where the Dolphins start celebrating on the sidelines, yeah. you know. They, they even the commentators have seen, they're like talking about it. Um, but then the Patriots get a lifeline because they, they're driving They're They're in hurry up. Um, doesn't look like the same hurry up that we're used to seeing these past 10 years or so. Um, like the, the play calls just seem a little slower and well, I ready to get everyone like,
3: lined up is slower. I didn't like push it that far down the field either. Cause I don't think you could throw it that. I don't know.
1: Well, you say that. But I think you've forgotten what happens on this drive where Brady takes a deep shot to Givens, and there's a pass interference call on Dolphins defense. Pass interference, which the announcers were bullshit over.
3: I th- I uh, thought it definitely looked like OPI.
1: I I didn't think it. I thought it was a ticky tack call, but I don't like. I didn't see OPI on that at all.
3: And Givens like grabbed his jersey a little bit.
1: I mean, they <laughs> were both they were both grabbing each other, but there was no like. I didn't think there was anything on either side of it that they should have thrown a flag for, but they did. I guess
3: this is where I biased And Yeah, I thought that was pretty clear. I mean, I like the result. You know, hopefully a bad call is even out, but
1: Yeah, but you're wrong, so that's fine.
3: <laughs> you know, they had this they had this wrong call on our opponent and then that, you know, holy penalty on William McGinnis covering uh whoever it was on that screen class that oh, they yeah. gave touchdown in the Super Bowl. That that was definitely the wrong call.
1: There, see, I disagree with you on that. That was, that was legit call.
3: It's it yeah, so shitty, but... agree to disagree.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm sure Greg would say uh, the Patriots were in the wrong on both of those if he was here. But, so he can go fuck himself. Um, but yeah. So the Patriots have now first and first and goal on like the two or the three yard line, and they immediately run the. the patented Tom Brady hard play action, gun it to the wide receiver at the back of the end zone, which, of course, is... It's our boy, Troy. Troy Brown. So, injury to injury. So, now they're down uh, five. So, they need the two-point conversion so they they can get in field goal range. And then they do... Well, it's probably... I'm sick of Fourier, like, now, but I'm going to give them props for this catch because it was, again, another... Was it a play? Was it even a play action? Or did Brady just like roll out to his right? So they put Brady it's on made, the run. Well out, yeah. Yeah. So they put Brady on the run and he found Forey in the back corner of the end zone. And Forey made a hell of a catch because that ball was coming in hot and it was high, but he still managed to snag it. So now the pass is down three. So now it's a game. Now it's 24 21. Um, and the pages line up like they're going to kick the onside kick and this is the play you were thinking of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now so you're down you're down 3, right? Or if you're if you're Dave Wandsat and the Dolphins, you're up 3. You see if you get the ball and you run out the clock, you win the division.
3: Well, Peaches still had timeouts, right? They had the 2-minute warning and timeouts.
1: They did. Um
3: like but what do you think when they kicked off something like that? Something like that. Yeah.
1: Um but so they, they line up as if they're the pages are gonna do an onside kick, but Adam and Terry kicked it deep. And their deep man wasn't deep enough. Was it Travis Minor? Travis Fort Minor, if you will, if you're Chris Berman. <laughs> you like that I just came up with that right now. That wasn't bad. Fort Minor? You don't remember Fort Minor? It was the uh the rap group started by the Linkin Park guy. No, no. no. Oh yeah. Oh, I guarantee you remember him. Hang on, oh, we're gonna. I just talk.
3: feel like you could have gone a different ways with minor, like you know, working in a mine, minor, like silver miner or gold miner. But yeah,
1: no, this because this like was about the right time. People. Yeah, it was Mike Shinoda. No, I guarantee our listeners will understand. Remember the name. Here, oh yeah, me... so you're,
3: you're guaranteed. Mom's gonna remember the name of Fort Minor, the Linkin Park guy's other rap.
1: Our mother probably will remember this song because she's heard it. <laughs> but here we go. Know. I think you'll remember it too. You remember this one?
3: This is like a one-hit wonder,
4: right?
1: I don't oh, think they skull. had a lot of success. <laughs> I was like,
4: yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> He keeps talking about like all the percentages and they don't add up. That's the point I remember about that song. 80% grit and 40% 39% this and 27% i am like dude you're like 150% What a fucking nerd Andy shut up Go fuck yourself <laughs> But yeah so Fort Minor so Travis Fort Minor um, does not play this well and I think this is a coaching issue because Vinatieri kicks it over his head the ball bounces in the end zone and then bounces back out onto the field of play onto like the two yard line. And you can see Travis Miner's head, like brain is kind of short circuits. He's like, should I pick this up? Was it, it was in the end zone. Can I like, can I get a touchback out of this? And while he's thinking about it, the entire Patriots kick team is rushing toward him. So he picks it up and manages to get it back to what, like the four, I think. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Five-ish.
1: yeah I think, I think it was right, right around yeah, the four or the five yard line. Um, and so not great. So what do you do if you're, if you're a Miami Dolphins coach, you stuck your own four, just over two minutes left.
3: You have 241 200. yards rushing in the game.
1: You have, you have two options. I mean, I'm going to, Steve, you're going to be Dave wants So put on your mustache for a second. And I'm going to give you two options. One. <laughs> nice. You can, uh, you can come with, with with what got you here in the first place. You you can run the ball down the Patriots' throats with Ricky Williams, who's having a career year, a top ten all time year. Or and the
3: commentators said when they were preparing to kick off, "Ooh, they have to stop Ricky Williams three times."
1: Yep. Or, but you know, everybody's you you know the Patriots are going to sell it to stop that. They have they've already given up 180 yards to him, but they're going to sell it to stop it. Or do you? I'm sorry. I, I almost got through this without laughing. Do you put the ball in Jay Fiedler's hands? Who, up until this point probably has all 110 passing yards that he's going to get.
3: I think you have to trust Pete Carroll, your offensive <laughs> coordinator.
1: <laughs> and so you're, you're, you're going to, you're going to choose what Dave wants chose shows and uh, throw it three times out of your own end zone with Jay Fiedler, who let's just take a quick look at how he did on the season. Yeah. Uh, Two thousand twenty-four yards, fourteen touchdowns, nine interceptions.
3: Did they even go? Huh? They didn't
1: uh, even complete a
3: single one, right?
1: No, he did not.
3: I mean, at least run it on first down to get the clock moving. Yeah, it gets down to the two-minute warning.
1: Get to then that two-minute warning.
3: You can yeah. try to do a hard play action, or you can run it again and then throw it on third down. Yeah, it's just. I feel like that's that. That's easy coaching. What are you doing? Throwing it three times? You have a, 241 yards rushing. They didn't even get a single extra yard. Ricky Williams? That, I'm pretty sure since that third and 10, when they fucking <laughs> on third and three from the 10 and they opted to pass, didn't get a single rushing yard since then.
1: You actually might be right. Yeah, I don't. Uh, they, they, they did eventually, but it, by that point, it, it didn't matter. Um, and we'll get to that in a sec. But I just want to point out that Jay Fiedler had 171 more passing yards than Ricky Williams had rushing yards on the season. <laughs> That's so one of those things is a sure thing, and putting the ball in Fiedler's hands ain't it. Um, so – So so Miami, you know, uh, makes their bed, decides to lay in it. And so now they're punting out their own end zone. And I know we've given Ken Walter a bunch of shit for uh, how bad he's been. But this this made Ken Walter look good. Mark Royals punting from his own end zone. Uh, Yeah, probably about his own end zone. It's fourth and three on Miami 11-yard line. Uh he punts for 23 yards while up three points in a game that you need to, to get in the playoffs. He punts for 23 yards. So new England starts their drive to tie up this game at the Miami 34 yard line, (laughs) which if you'll recall is very similar to um, where Miami was when they punted from new England 33 at the beginning of this quarter. That's a good point. (laughs) So, New England immediately goes three and out. But instead of punting it from the 33-yard line, uh, I don't even know if they gained any yards on that play, on that drive, but uh, Adam Vinatieri comes and kicks a, a long, longish 48, 49, 50-yard field goal. Tie, tie ball game. And then there's, you know, a few seconds left, I think. There's probably like 10, 15 seconds left, something like that. Something, like not enough time to do anything, basically, yeah. Uh, actually, no, there was, what? There was there's what there's a minute left, that. yeah. No, there was yeah. a minute left. Um, and Miami tries to do something on, on the first play, but um, Jay Fiedler gets sacked by William McGinnis for six yards. Um, and so now Miami's back on their own six yard line because they had a uh, penalty on the kickoff. so they start on the 12, get sacked for six yards, and they're like, you know what, fuck it. So then they give it to Ricky Williams two times, and he goes for 10 yards and then negative two. And the page call timeout with four seconds left because, and this was fucking cool. Um, did you hear them talking about how Belichick wanted to do the free kick?
3: Yeah. At the end of the game, and he was
1: like, he was arguing about, trying to argue about how much time was left and sort of thing. Yeah, so this is, of course a rule that only probably only Belichick would know off the top of his head, like in the middle of a game and know when to call it. But it hasn't happened in a long time because it has to be like the perfect situation. But the rule is, and I found this and we'll post the link in the, uh, in the show notes, but I'm on a pro football talk. Uh, and so here's it here. It's uh, the NFL has a little known rule called the fair catch free kick which allows a team to fair catch a punt and then line up to kick the ball in the next play from wherever the ball was fair caught without the defense able to rush and block the kick. If the ball goes through the uprights, it's three points, just like a field goal. So, and and like the best part, because you know, the, the defense can't block it. So you can try longer yardage field goals and the, the dolphins are punting from their own, what, six yard line, a 16 yard line. Yeah. By the end of it so they're trying to figure out but like you have to have enough time left on the clock so they kind of like took some time off the clock like they put it down to three seconds and they put it up to seven seconds which is like oh maybe we'll have enough time to get the fair catch called and then uh then they knocked it back down to four seconds and by the end of it like after the punt uh the time had run out so like that would have been a hell of a way to end a uh not just a a game, but an NFL season. Like, imagine if that's how you lose on Not this
4: kick
3: off obscure
1: something. rule. Yeah, In the fucking
3: nineteen fifties,
1: right? Which wow. would have been amazing. So the fact that it didn't happen kind of sucks. Um, but then New England wins the the toss for overtime, and we all know what happens when Patriots win an over uh, an overtime coin toss, and that is. Yeah, the huge. Um although this one was a little it gets it actually gets worse for the dolphins. Like if we have any dolphins fans on here, they're probably if they're not blacked out drinking by now, they probably are about to be because New England wins the toss and then Miami immediately sends a kickoff out of bounds.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: for the dink on yeah. like The two-yard line, too. It was, like, so close to being a touchback, but it was a kickoff out of bounds, and it gets the Patriots start overtime at their own four-yard line. And then they just, like, opened up the bag of tricks. They tried, on the first play, they tried the Patton wide receiver pass that worked against Indianapolis last year, where Patton tried to throw deep to uh, Troy Brown. Uh, Speaking of overtime, look who we have here. Hello, hello, hello. Wow.
2: Welcome back to Patriots Dynasty Podcast. This (laughs) is week 17, 2002.
3: (laughs) How many Lombardis do you give it, Greg?
2: I give (laughs) it four out of six. That's that's what I gave it. Good. Do you want to give me a You guys. I gave it
1: three three and a half.
2: Three and a half? (laughs) It was a great game. Did you watch it? uh yeah i watched the uh primetime highlights oh okay real barn burner
1: huh Uh, it was at the end there yeah it was more of just a calamity of mistakes by the dolphins more anything is what we've been talking about yeah
2: yeah. i would hate to be a dolphins fan in this game
1: that's what we're talking about yeah they because they've punted twice yeah if they win this they win the division they get a home playoff game if they lose they're out of the playoffs. And they're up 11 with five minutes left to go. They're already celebrating on the sidelines. And then Brady happens. Well, defensive pass interference happens. Um, and then it all just falls apart for the Dolphins. The so Patriots, we're, we're in overtime now. The Patriots try the Patton wide receiver pass, first play. The second play is the Falk direct snap where Brady pretends the ball in over his head. That goes for 15. And then Falk has an incredible sideline catch, which yeah. I think I was saving this take for the end of this podcast because um, I thought we we're going to do our best and worst for the season, but I think I'm going to just come out with it now. My hot take is Kevin Falk was the MVP of this team in 2002.
2: I think you have some recency bias, Andy. He, I think he played well down the stretch, but I don't know if the whole season he was the MVP. Right. He, he led the, the
1: league in kickoff returns.
2: Okay.
3: He had two TDs, right? He's the
1: only player in the NFL with... Yeah, yeah, two TDs. He's the only player in the NFL that had a receiving, a rushing, and a kick return touchdown. Okay. Uh, and then, like you said, down the stretch when everybody was falling apart, we found out, you weren't here for this, but Tom Brady was playing on a separated shoulder that he suffered in the first half of the Tennessee game, which is why he played shitty in the last two weeks, but then re separated it halfway through the fourth quarter of this game, which we saw. And you could see him like physically wincing every time he threw the ball. Um, but literally the only person who was left and actually doing anything down the stretch of this on offense was Kevin Falk.
2: What about uh, Rohan Davey? What Great about locker him? room guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cannon of an arm. I think he's MVP. If we're just going to throw out ridiculous names, Andy.
1: All right, give me a better name then,
2: Greg. Troy Brown. Troy Brown is the best player on this team all season.
1: Uh, all right, yeah, yeah, no, and you I'm know not I'm, gonna I'm not arguing because I'm not going to argue against Troy Brown. So that's like a catch-22. <laughs> exactly. Troy Brown has
2: been like overwhelmingly impressive this year. Kevin Falk, I think he's had a decent year, but
1: I think yeah, I think Troy Brown started really strong, but then when he got hurt, he was never the same guy this season.
2: Yeah, but I mean Falk, Falk no, like he was a good
1: role that... player. What's that, Steve?
3: He got hurt in that Chiefs game, remember? And he missed like the fourth quarter overtime in, uh, he had his career high yeah he came back and he was again
1: and then he got But hurt he never again like about... yeah he was he was like started to get back into who he was but then he got hurt again so it, like didn't quite like it wasn't the troy brown that we all know he can be and i think he would probably agree with that
3: mine is going to be willie mcginnis he was a beast all year
1: big willie I mean, yeah, but this defense also gave up the second-most rushing yards in the league this season, so giving it to anybody on the defense seems...
3: I'm not going to lay that at Willie's feet.
1: Uh, he's part of that defensive line, no? No, he's playing linebacker. I think he's a defensive end. What is? Yeah, what is he technically? I think he's... I, don't know, I thought he was a, a defensive end.
2: Um, yeah, defensive end. That's
1: yeah. what I thought. That,
2: that he's... Listed on, on, on Pro Football. He's also listed in 2004 as a left
3: outside linebacker and in his first two years as well.
2: You have five and a half sacks that was tied for the team lead with old Big, big Richard, <laughs> Dick, and <laughs> Willie, but <laughs> <laughs> defensive MVPs. <laughs> More MVPs.
1: <laughs> you also had one interception, and 10 passes defended.
2: That's impressive. He probably just gets his mitts up there, you know, like J.J. Swatt.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got to be, right? because. So it's Terrell Buckley with 12, and then Willie McGinnis and Ty Law with 10. Mm. <laughs> Big Willie gets his hands on footballs, so I love that. Big
2: Willie gets his <laughs> hands on balls. Yes, he does. Football, not football.
1: Uh. Yeah. So uh, just to finish this game, though, the Patriots would eventually uh, kick a Adam of thirty-five-yard field goal to win it, and the look on Dave Wansett's face as soon as they showed that, as soon as they kicked it, was fantastic. Classic.
4: Awesome.
1: Yeah. It uh, it reminded me of um, who was the Steelers coach at this point. With cower. The chin. Yeah. It, it 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 had a like cower feel to it. Just the, like, the sulking with the mustache. Go, oh.
2: Yeah, they're similar-looking dudes, aren't they?
1: A little yeah, bit, yeah. He but he was also, like, uh Wonstadt was, like, super fired up. Like, he, I wrote down here, he looked like a Harbaugh out there. Like, screaming at the referees and, like, gesticulating and just, like, over the top, just pissed off on these referees. Mm. Which, good. Fuck them.
3: You hate the referees?
1: No, I just hate the dolphins. You want to go down there? You want to go
3: down the commentator route, Andy?
1: Let's do it. I love how you now bring it up. I didn't. Oh, no, I didn't
3: I don't really have anything. I just figured you were all pissed off about something.
1: <laughs> uh well, I will say that the the uh, game that we watched, or the 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 feed that we watched, I didn't realize at first was the German feed.
2: Yes. Ah, die Deutsche. Because
1: it was the American like. Uh, broadcast, but it was must have been broadcast in Germany because the first two commercial breaks, they didn't go to commercials, they just kind of like showed a recap of what happened in the last three games, commentated in German. It's like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. the Patriots, blah 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 blah. They so lost uh, to uh, the Tennessee Titans and then a lot of German, yeah, and then fact,
3: no word for touchdown in German, they just said touchdown, like uh,
2: like in yeah,
1: English. Yeah. Yep, uh, thing.
2: that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And then uh, and then every time they, there would be a game break, they're like, oh, uh, let's go back to New York. Jim Nance. And then it wouldn't.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just like
1: shots of the sideline and, and, and like of the field and stuff. And it was just silence. Yeah. Okay. And- it was like, oh, Jim Nance, what do you got?
2: Yeah. Silence.
1: And now I, I realized to, I was uh, like... God- Gladenbach. <laughs> but I, I realized I was like Pavlov's dog there I'm just like waiting for I'm like, ooh, ooh, what's coming what's coming now? we get a little, little tidbit of something else, and then just like mm. nope, nope salivating for nothing.
2: I love the German language. Yeah. It's a it's a language best spoken yelled <laughs> angrily. <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: Einsatzgruppen. Well, that was like um, Tool had that song on one of their albums that was a uh, song might be a strong word, um, a track that was like super like It was just like a super angry guy reading, like, like yelling German. And it sounds like really ominous. They have like ominous music over it. But if you look it up, he's actually just reading a recipe for how to make like bread or donuts or something like that. That's <laughs> all it is. It's fantastic.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Poor Germans, you know, what, what, did they ever, what did they ever do to anybody? <laughs>
1: uh, I will give shit to the crowd in this game though, because they were fucking silent all the way through this, and they will leave him before the game is over. Greg Brown would have been appalled. Yeah. Never leave a appalled. game early. Never leave a game early. Take your lumps. That's right.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: But like they weren't even booing, they were just silent. Yep. Yeah.
3: I thought that as well. They were not nearly as fired up.
1: Yeah, those I mean this this game like matters as to whether or not you get in the fucking playoffs and like you're not doing anything. Like, come on.
2: Yeah, they don't know what they'd be missing if there was no fans there, you know. Now that I've had to suffer through a year of no fans, yeah, as soon as I get back in one of those stadiums. <laughs> oh boy, you think I'm not you not thought I thought I blacked out before? <laughs> Just
1: wait. <laughs> oh, that, that Gillette drunk tank hasn't seen anything yet. <laughs> the Durham Bulls
2: AAA baseball team, like all these kids running around. It's <laughs> Greg Brown.
1: This makes a fucking noise. Topless <laughs> on top of the dugout, Dude, no pants on.
2: That's, you know, how people have been talking about like, what's your benchmark for when like, uh, this quarantine is over. Yeah. Cause I don't think it's going to be like a sudden stop, right? It's all going to be okay. different for everybody when you feel like it's over. Mine is going back to a, a sporting event.
1: That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. Just going back to anything like going, going to a movie too, or something like that. Mm. Like any of those things for me. Yeah,
2: it's going to be great in 2022 when we actually get to do that. <laughs> well, that was a funny way of saying
3: 2024. Mm. I ain't and played guys, any more bets on when this is going to end. Now we, now we already got made dumb looking with that.
1: Yeah, we did. I was the closest. And even I said September, and we're already past that because it's now October. So happy you also October, predicted
2: boys. This, this season would be canceled, though, right, Andy?
1: Uh give it time. The the Titans are doing their best.
2: Yeah, the Titans <laughs> they weren't going to go anywhere anyways. Let's just kick them out of the league. It's yeah, that's like
4: Danell you know, and
3: Josh Allen suck, Greg.
2: Yeah. If you're not in first place <laughs> and you get all these fucking covid's, then you should just have to uh take a take an L for that week.
1: Aren't the Titans undefeated right now in the season? Yeah, but they
2: suck, <laughs> right, Steve? Danell <laughs> blows. Hey, did you see who won AFC uh offensive player of the month? Oh, uh, Josh
3: Roller Coaster Allen. That's right. <laughs> because he scores all his points in the first half and then has to get bailed out by the rest in the fourth quarter.
2: Look at this spin zone, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
3: find out when we play him, I guess.
2: Yeah. Dude, so, if he so... wins MVP, Steve, we're gonna have to make you like do something shame. Oh,
1: he should have we're to... the fucking chicken wing hat. No, he should have to eat the chicken wing hat.
2: Oh, it <laughs> <that> sounds filling.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, so, Greg, did you have any anything you wanted to talk about on this? Yeah. Do you I notice the here? jersey I'm wearing currently? Uh, would you like to? Ex- I've noticed it, but i I've figured this is an audio medium, so we may have to explain it to our listeners.
2: Okay. It is a Browns jersey. Yep. With the number 10 on it. With crazy. the number 10 on it. That's what I'll give you right now. Can you take a guess what for what name is on the back? I want to say
1: Kelly Holcomb. That's you are here.
2: correct.
1: <laughs> why did I get that right?
2: Kelly fucking Holcomb. Do you yeah, want to know why? Good. I wore this jersey today.
1: Uh, first, I want to
2: know why you
1: have that jersey. You
2: had that. That's right? a question I don't have an answer to. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fucking clue.
1: Fair enough. All right. Why'd you wear it today?
2: Um, because. This is peak Kelly Holcomb right now.
1: Well, that's a phrase I don't think even his mother would say, but okay. <laughs>
2: the Browns made the playoffs. Did you know that? No. After this week, the 2002? Browns.
1: 2002? Mm-hmm.
2: Because I knew they were in the hunt. This is the, their last playoff appearance. It's 2002.
1: All right. So, yeah, let's. I think that's the perfect segue because the playoffs this year were an absolute shit show in the AFC East.
2: Or in the oh. AFC in general. Dude, this game was amazing. The Steelers Browns game. Did you see this? No. Then it's why often. is it a shit show?
1: I, I'm just saying, in terms of like who got in and who didn't and how they figured it out.
2: All right, I think you're just butthurt because the Pats didn't make no, it. No, like either. almost <laughs> every
1: team finished like nine and seven. And so, like, the. So here you go. You, you, let's do this. So, five raiders. Yeah. So it's basically one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight tiebreakers had to be figured out. Oh, that's um, cool. You're cool. Uh, so basically, after this game, this was the early game. So the Patriots won. So they were now nine and seven with the Dolphins and had the uh, tiebreaker over the Dolphins because they had based on a better division record, the Patriots were four and two in the division. Miami was two and four. So if the Jets lost to the Packers, they would finish eight and eight and the Patriots would win the AFC East.
2: They would be as the Germans say, kaput. <laughs> Correct. We should do this. The rest of this in German at any right, chance. You, we can get, obviously, obviously we have limited German, but let's, let's right. try and incorporate so, as much as we can.
1: So the, uh, the um, the Green Bay Packers were heavily favored to um, to invade the the New York Jets, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as if they were a, a Polish nation. Um, but or instead, Fran- let's go France. <laughs> okay, France. Yeah, but instead the what was it the 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 Maginot Line or something? The Mag- Luftwaffe. No, they no. There's, there's some wordplay. Right,
3: just drop this. Just <laughs> it's a good effort. Uh,
1: yeah. but so the the Jets actually beat the heavily favored Green Bay Packers, which prevented Brett Far from getting the uh, MVP award, which you talked about. And you know, this is Chad Pennington coming back to haunt us again.
2: Chadwick Pennington.
1: Chadwick Pennington the third.
2: Charles Chadwick Pennington the third. Oh, update on Esquire. that. Esquire. Uh, I got a guy that I work with named Chad and I asked him today, is your full name Chadwick? Nope. Just Chad.
1: (laughs) So you now call him Chadwick, correct? Yes. Yes. (laughs) As you, as you must the esteemed. So so now the jets are also nine and seven in the AFC East, but they finish ahead of new England in the AFC based on better record in common games. They were eight and four to seven and five against common opponents. And, Mi- and they beat Miami based on a better division record, four and two to Miami's two and four. So it was Jets first, Patriots second, Miami third, even though they were all nine uh, and seven. My brain Whoa. hurts. And then that's just the AFC East. Cleveland managed to clinch the AFC, the 60 in the AFC, over instead of Denver or New England based on better conference record because Cleveland went seven and five in the AFC. Denver went 5-7, and seven, New England went 6-6. Six and six. So Cleveland barely does that because, basically because they beat the Steelers. So instead of going 6-6 six and, six and being tied with New England, they get that tiebreaker. Oakland clinched the AFC first seed instead of Tennessee because um, Oakland beat Tennessee uh, in the regular season. So there's a tiebreaker there too, even though they finished with the same record. And then San Diego finished ahead of Kansas City in the AFC West based on better division record, even though they finished with the same record. Uh, Philadelphia clinched the the NFC, the the one seed in the NFC, instead of Green Bay or Tampa Bay, based on a better conference record because Philadelphia went 11-1 in the conference, as opposed to Green Bay going, and Tampa Bay going 9-3.
2: You ran the Tampa, Steve.
1: And then Tampa Bay clinched the two seed over Green Bay, even though they had the same conference record and same record because... Uh, oh, we already know this, that um, Tampa beat Green Bay. Remember when Brett Favre threw a shit ton of interceptions? Um, yep. Shocking. So they got the two seed and Green Bay was the three seed because they didn't beat the Jets, where they could have been the one seed.
3: I feel like you can just say that there was three 12-4 teams in the NFC, and then two 11-5 teams, and a 10-5 and one team in the AFC. So like the tops are super close, and then there's a million eight and eight and nine and sevens, including the entire AFC East.
1: Mm. And St. Louis finished ahead of Seattle in the NFC West based on yeah, a better okay, division gonna...
3: record. It's basically tied. Yeah, cool. So
1: an absolute shit show going to that I final, need a... which you
2: don't even see anymore. I need a Oops. mind map. Can you draw this
1: for me, Andy? Yeah, I'll make sure. I'm more of cram- like a
2: you. picture learner, you know, like a picture book okay. guy.
1: Oh, we know. So
2: if you could... <laughs> you just get back to me with maybe some like crayon drawings that explain oh, I, what you just it'll said It'll
1: definitely be in crayon
2: okay thank you I, I have a
1: wife who's a preschool teacher i'm sure she has plenty of things that i can use to put this together yeah
2: and you know what? just throw in a couple of glue sticks that i can sniff and chew on <laughs> as well
1: <laughs> <laughs> they'll be in the mail tomorrow
2: actually rubber uh, cement now that i'm thinking of it that was the shit actually, uh, that
1: smelled so, so good yeah rubber Those cement get you, dry. Get, you, get you feeling freaky <laughs> Dry erase markers. <laughs> oh, love that shit!
2: Yeah, remember they actually made like markers that smelled like like strawberry and shit. Yeah,
1: like that, that was, was a good idea.
2: That was a fucking stupid idea.
1: No, we should be having these kids do sniff markers. Mm.
2: So I mean, so the Talking Browns make break. it, yeah, yeah. And what is what does our buddy Kelly Holcomb do? But throw for four hundred twenty nine yards and three touchdowns in the snow in Pittsburgh.
1: God damn.
2: And they lost.
1: Yeah,
2: thirty-six to thirty-three. But Kelly Holcomb, this <laughs> is the best, the best game of his career. So I thought it appropriate to wear my Kelly Holcomb jersey,
1: <laughs> as as you probably in, should, because yeah. you won't get another chance in a long time. I don't think. In memorandum. In memorandum. So if you were to buy a Browns jersey right now, who would it be?
2: Uh, old old Bonk guy. Oh yeah, Garrett.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I we should no, bring this a, back b- up. There's a
2: bunch of good players. Denzel Ward, he's sick. Yeah, they have a good We, we have let's go. It.
1: But let, I want to go back to Miles Garrett because we put up a poll on Twitter after the last episode asking <clears throat> uh, which was worse: was the Albert Haynesworth stomping on some dude's face worse, or Miles Garrett bonking some dude on the head with a with his own helmet? And I was adamant that it was. A 350 pound uh, run stopper stomping on your head multiple times with cleats on, but Twitter disagreed and it was unanimous that it was Miles Garrett. That's recency bias. It's got I linked both videos too. Like offensive lineman got stomped on the face. I I have a bone to pick with our listeners who are on Twitter. Yeah, it's just they are incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't even get I've a concussion or nothing,
2: yeah. No they I mean, finished the game, yeah. And was
1: it, was it Duck Hodges
2: or was the other guy? Quack, no, was the other quack, guy, quack, <laughs> quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth,
1: yeah. yeah. So, I mean, come on, so I looked
3: bullshit. at that uh wild card weekend and there was another crazy game in there. Oh, yeah, the 49ers yeah. playing the Giants and they came down from 38 14 with. Four minutes left in the third quarter to win thirty nine thirty
2: eight. Also, yeah oh, uh, this is the week that Mike Mike Vick went into to Lambeau and fucking mushroom stamped, yeah, the Packers.
1: <laughs> he did. Yeah, that was his that was his coming out party, wasn't it?
2: It sure was. Yeah.
1: What was the Super Bowl this year? Two thousand two. Oh, that's right. It was. Um, yeah, Gruden Bowl. Gruden Bowl. <laughs> yes. Whoops, with that offensive lineman who I'm missing.
2: That's right. Yikes.
1: Tough look. So do you want your best and worst for this game?
2: Well, I mean, let's let's just let's make this point clear that the um, the Browns had a better season than the Patriots. I mean, I think that needs to be on record here, like explicitly said.
3: Yes, with Kelly Holcomb leading the way. Yes, the Browns (laughs) had
2: a more successful season than the Patriots. They did. The Browns. Yeah, our Browns. The Cleveland Browns, yes. We are the Browns. Browns.
1: Yeah.
3: What a fucking dumpster fire. Was it a more successful season than the season of the podcast? Mm -hmm.
1: No, this podcast is is much more successful than anything the Cleveland Browns Browns have done in the past 20 years.
3: I like how confident you are in that take, Andy.
1: I, I mean, we've actually probably had more downloads than they had ticket sales, right?
2: You said 400 no, and something? good fans.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Nobody's going to watch those games.
2: They, well, my you know, best they're still worst, about them. Want me to give it to you while I got it on the top of my head here? Give me some no, best
3: you're gonna last. You
2: to watch the game. You don't got, you're going to take a look. Well, mine's games. not about the game, so I won't <laughs> steal Shocking. Yeah. I mean, my best is Kelly Holcomb. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, I'm wearing his jersey. And then my worst was the. Um, Chad Pennington. No, um, Peyton Manning. Okay. He, he, yeah, he goes to the playoffs and just gets stomped by the Jets 41 to nothing. Oh, yeah, 14 of 31 for 137 yards and two picks. That could have been nice. us. Ugh. Could have been on three picks to tie. He's overrated. <laughs> he is overrated. Choke, uh, that, he's
1: overrated. Choke artist in the playoffs.
2: That was my favorite narrative.
1: Oh, yeah. It lasted for so oh, long, yeah. too. It did. Usually at the hands it. of the AFC East, apparently. Yeah. It was not the Jets. it's the Patriots next to you. Beautiful. You'll love to see it.
2: Well, Steve doesn't.
1: It, 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 it,
2: do you hate Manning as much as the Jets, Steve? Because I'm more of a Manning hater than a question. Jets hater.
3: Uh, no, I hate the Jets way really more than I hate Peyton Manning. But I hate Peyton Manning really? a lot. I also hate Peyton Manning after football, which everyone else seems to love. Really?
1: Oh, no, I like him. I like him now. I didn't like him when he was playing, but he's grown on me well, now. I'll always hate him,
3: just like I'll hate everyone from the Jets.
1: But see, I I always secretly liked his commercials too, like the cut that meat commercial. I don't know, mm-hmm. was pretty good i mean i like never he, he disliked could, he could, him as a person yeah he could laugh at himself which i thought was pretty cool no yeah i, I mean, mean I, as hate a LeBron, player
2: i hate lebron but i and i won't no. i'll continue to hate lebron after the fact because lebron is just a phony like that off the court sick. he's a fake ass bitch you know who?
1: who is the nfl version of that
2: Peyton manning no manning was self-aware enough to know that like yeah who he was It's a good question. Who is the LT? But the thing is, LeBron is so transcendent that he doesn't need to be like that. True. He's like, he wants people to like him. Like the thing with the book, that's the one that got me the most mad. (laughs) He keeps pretending to read books. like walking into the locker room and shit, or like after practice sitting on the sidelines, like no one yeah. th- The only reason he's doing that, he's fake reading a book, so you'll think he's smart, so you'll like him more. That is just so like, so thin-skinned and like just ungenuine that like that drives me crazy. <laughs> he's a bitch. He's a beta. <laughs> he's a cuck. He, he's so- a soy boy. Okay jesus I, really feel I just listed all the millennial terms that i could think of
3: i mean and this is kind of rich coming from someone who can't even read i know bro, right?
2: <laughs> right. i've read
1: 16 You're books asking, this year
4: you were
3: just asking for fucking picture books of
1: the, of the all- i don't think where's <laughs> waldo counts as reading books <laughs> we knew i don't rather, care how long it takes i'd rather be thought a fool and then be like,
2: this is the whole setting expectations thing. Then people are like, oh, he's actually not that dumb. Then to be like, <laughs> oh, I'm this like fucking eloquent, like reader, thoughtful guy. And then you ask him about it, and
1: he's like, well, I didn't get past the first chapter. Like, what's the quote? Um, it's better to be thought a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Which, That's... as a podcast, I think we've we've removed all doubt. Yeah.
3: We've done yeah. a bad job at that
1: <laughs> i mean that's kind of the nature of a podcast though all right.
3: i have two bests right. and two worsts oh
1: okay let's hear him
3: uh players i always did like jason taylor loved him mm. he's a super classy guy i, I, classic I could never player. like him
1: i don't know he always seemed to trash talk brady all the time so that always got to me
3: they showed a replay where he sacked brady or he like hit him right as he threw it and he definitely could have body weighted him you know he could have just like put his whole body into Brady and just gave him a hit on the ground. But when
1: Brady threw the interception, uh, Jason Taylor came up to him and, and grabbed his head and kind of gave it a wiggle, which I think that's cool. That's yeah. You don't like that? <laughs> Brady didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's... your goddamn pick. <laughs> I mean, it was tipped. It he never his, did anything over the last. Yeah, I passive.
2: agree with Steve here. Like, right. it's... He's not playing dirty. He's just I'm like sorry,
1: I'm defending my quarterback, but yeah, defending my quarterback. He's <laughs> not your
2: quarterback. He you never even met the guy. He's my quarterback.
1: This is my podcast. I, I, he's my quarterback. It's, I didn't think so controversial. Jeez. <laughs> That's
3: my, other, my other best is the Troy Brown touchdown, of course. But if you notice, he doesn't even spike the ball. He immediately grabs it, runs to the ref, and he's already calling for a two point conversion, holding up two fingers. Of course he is. He doesn't even bother celebrating. He goes right to, what's the next play? Let's go. work to be done.
1: Yep. yep.
2: Love it. I didn't know he wasn't saying, oh, yeah, that was my second touchdown.
1: Because it wasn't. <laughs> it was
2: yeah, maybe he was confused with a different it's game. Troy Brown. Dude.
1: Troy Brown is perfect in every way.
2: Yeah, I've never
3: met the guy either, but i know him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I He's think it's corny. fair to say. That he, I think it's fair to say he is uh, –
3: he is what he looks like. Yeah. And then the worst was, I don't know if you noticed either, Andy, but Belichick had his hands on his head like he was tired the whole game. He looked super nervous the whole time. He
1: did, Every yeah. He looked seven, very un like, Yeah. Although That's they were we talking – they talked a bit about, like, what the locker room was like. Um, and they were saying that at halftime, you know, and they, they throw it down to the guy in the field. Um, German guy? <laughs> Nope. Uh, they were saying that the team was very quiet in the locker room at halftime and they were asking if it was a quiet resolve or something else. Turns out it was a quiet resolve. Um, but the, they were also talking about how Belichick the entire season had not brought up the, the previous year's Super Bowl. Like not once. Except for I think it was either before this game or before it must have been before this game. Like the week before he, he brought the trophy in Put it down on the table during a team meeting and basically said, like, this is what we're playing for, and then walked out of the room. <laughs> Fucking typical Belichick.
3: Greatest coach ever, right, Greg?
1: Mm,
2: I don't know if that would motivate me. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no shit,
1: coach. Uh,
3: I just got another worse,
1: And you ain't ever seen it before because you weren't on a 2001 team.
3: I just got another worse, and it's Greg. <laughs>
1: we'll get we'll get to, we'll get to the season best and worst in a second let me do my best <laughs> and worst
3: there was more glove gate in overtime no less oh, oh glove gate. was
2: he was, yeah. was he rod dogging it today or was he no, no had the gloves, i the gloves. think he
1: wore the gloves all season and said it like didn't affect anything you just decided oh, to yeah, win well, the season. It
2: clearly did if they didn't make the playoffs.
1: It didn't, though.
2: That's, That's how a brain shoulder
1: had something to do with it.
2: <laughs> That's why he ended up getting that other chick pregnant, was he's like, you know what? No gloves. Here on <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> oh,
1: God damn. This podcast has changed its tone since Greg showed up, I have to say. You
3: know, EEI would be, like, on the radio the next day saying, Tom Brady didn't wear gloves. We'd be in the playoffs right now beating the shit out of Peyton Manning.
1: Yeah. Oh, God, (laughs) yeah. For sure. Oh, my God, yeah. Greg from Worcester, you're on. I don't think Belichick's that good. He shouldn't have brought out the Super Bowl trophy. That wouldn't
2: motivate me. (laughs) All right, I'll let you, I'll shut up and let you guys talk. Thanks.
1: (laughs) Can we fire Bill Belichick and hire Dave Wanstack? Because he seems to have a better control of his team.
2: (laughs) All right, what are your best words, Andy? Rohan Davey needs to get more playing time. (laughs) Oh, actually,
3: talking about Rohan Davey and the German broadcast instead of showing commercials just showing random ass shit they showed this recap of a Patriots Dolphins game from I don't know when must be 2000 season maybe
1: I was gonna say either 2000 like 99 yeah Where, where it was kind of the same situation where I think it was late in the season and I think the Dolphins had if they won they were in the playoffs so it probably was 2000 and um something happened on the last play of the game where they decided yeah, they
3: it was all in German, but something yeah, happened. But
1: basically it sounded like a half hour after the game was ended and they were uh, like, the dolphins were celebrating in the locker room. They brought everybody back out because the last play didn't count and gave the Patriots one last play, which was a hail Mary that um, you want to guess who threw the hail Mary?
2: True blood. So Doug nope.
1: Flutie, Nope. Uh, Michael man. Bishop, Michael Whoa, Bishop, Michael. Bishop. Oh, I thought that was Rohan Davey. No, that was Michael Bishop, which is even better. So Mike, Michael Bishop threw a Hail Mary and it was an absolute duck and it landed on the 20-yard line. So they they came back <laughs> out half hour yeah. later. They show guys in like their flip-flops and stuff, like just didn't bother getting dressed. <laughs> and they, they did that one last play, and that's what it ended up being. And they're all like, I can't believe we can't we waited half an hour for that garbage. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was ridiculous. One. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um so my best was um it was the same thing as the German highlight thing where they're showing the two games of the Dolphins before this one. They beat the Raiders in week 15, which is good for them because the Patriots couldn't do that. But then they went to Minnesota and lost to the Vikings. And did you see how they lost to the Vikings? It was the last second field goal, right? an end around to Randy Moss, who beat the defender who came into the backfield with a spin move and then threw a touchdown pass. It was fucking amazing. I will put that on the uh I'll put that in the show notes link to the the highlight because actually I probably have it here somewhere. Let me see if I can pull it up for you boys. Cause this was like a play and a half.
3: I actually missed that little break. I was like getting a drink or something. I just saw the last second field goal that they lost on too. And the Vikings sucked this year, right? We talked about them earlier.
1: They yeah they were not good. But they I think they were like Top of the league in offense, but also in turnovers right. and lowest, like bottom of the league in defensive everything. But there this is the play here. More. Whoop! And then, look at that throw!
4: Wow!
3: Absolute throw. dime!
1: Off balance. <laughs> yeah. In his face. So Randy Moss hucking touchdowns um, to beat the Dolphins the week before this.
2: Mike Tice sighting there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> One and only. But uh, so that was that was my best. My other—I don't know if this is a best or a worst. Um, Ted Johnson got injured, and the backup for him, I'm gonna try attempt his name, Mag- Magalua Tuateli, was playing middle linebacker for part of this game until Ted Johnson came back, and I just thought that was an amazing name. Ula Magalua, Magalua Tuateli.
2: U- ESPN just has him as Ula Tuateli, T-U-I-T-E-L-E. Yeah, it just has him as Ula Tutele.
1: Oh, oh, that's what. Yeah, that must be what they called him then. Mm. But when I looked him up in Pro Football Reference, he's Magalua that must be
2: his uh, Tutele, his anglicized uh, name, or his, his full name, perhaps. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they just call him Ula because it's hard to do. Um, let's see. Uh, another best was all of the fish puns that were fish puns that, that showed the up in the, in the crowd yeah there was a, a couple of squish the fish yeah. pictures uh, like signs of people holding up and then they kept going back to this group of four ladies who with handmade shirts Patriots logo uh, drawn as if Steve Brown had drawn them and then it says gone fishing
2: on them. oh wham on the yeah. salmon
1: yeah so so I don't know if you guys have any <laughs> oh it's off the top of the head <laughs> oh, not <man>. bad <laughs> Wham on the salmon. I don't know if you guys have any favorite fish jokes, but now would probably be the time to do it.
3: Uh, no, I'm gonna
1: keep this moving. My mine is uh what do you call a fish with no eyes?
2: <laughs> so I get that D minus.
1: <laughs> it's, it's not good.
2: Steve, did you are you are you um are you a little tired today? No. You seem like impatient with us. <laughs>
1: It's I've just you it who's fine of- until you showed up. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: we're, we're going
3: along great, Greg. Well, right. well you know what? if, Let's if talk you want about- to
2: talk about something, we're here for you.
3: Okay. <laughs> I want to talk more about World War, World war II, ii with Germans, Greg. Can you like? Could we talk a lot more about Germans and Germany? Yeah, East? sure. So here's what
1: yeah. happened. So the, the Germans wanted it to be a really quick war, so they they tried and they but they had already had World War One, so they knew that they weren't going to be able to just like go right in because the French border was. Um,
3: hugely right, right, fortified. Yeah, so what
1: they tried to do around. is try to go up through Belgium and back around, but Belgium, unbeknownst to them, had built these huge uh, like fortresses in, in to, um, into into their, their hillside and that got bogged down and then everything They're went shit from there. Yeah. And we can keep going if you'd like. I've listened to all of the... Uh, Did you see that World guy in War the two.
3: stands, Andy, with who the bald dude that painted his head silver? Oh, and yeah. He did an actual great fucking Pat's logo on his head, so it looked like he was wearing a helmet. He's a big old fat ball dude. Yeah. With just a painted the head, like a helmet. It looked awesome. He,
1: he was like a he was like the Patriots fireman Ed, I thought, for a while. Like, he was at every game. I've seen him in a bunch of games like since, like, since after that. Uh, I guess my worst is probably just the stats in this game. The Patriots should not have won this. I have a screenshot of... Two minutes and 42 seconds left in the game. This is where the Dolphins have the ball on their own four-yard line and decide to throw it three times. Here's the stats so far in the game. The Dolphins have 241 rushing yards at this point to so the Patriots 91 and 350 total yards to the Patriots 280. And the Patriots have turned the ball over twice. And at this point, this is where the Dolphins decide to run to throw the ball three times out of their own end zone with Jay Feedler. Feedler on the roof who, as we've decided, had uh, 171 more passing yards than Ricky Williams had rushing yards. So, maybe wrong decision.
2: Did you know that this um, this Miami team was brought to you by McDonald's? Did you know that?
1: I did not. Why was yeah. that?
2: Uh, James McKnight, Randy McMichael, and Scott McGarren. <laughs>
4: Do you like that one Steve? <laughs> yeah, that was- Give me a <laughs> smile.
1: <laughs> oh, he's trying, he's pulling out all this stuff here. Oh, Greg, you missed my uh Travis Fort Minor joke. Steve did not Fort like that. Fort Minor. One. I remember I- that. I didn't get that. He made me play Fort Minor. I remember. You don't remember name. Fort
2: Minor, Steve? Isn't that now? Remember like Lincoln Park kinda, right?
1: It was. It was, it was the guy it was the rapper from Lincoln Park.
2: Yes.
3: His own. I remember the one song once Andy played it everybody does yeah all
1: right so I think that wraps up this game and the season did you guys have any uh best and worst for for this 2002 season or the podcast in general
2: well I didn't prepare anything Andy maybe if you had said Mm -hmm. before we
1: recorded that we were going to do this so my worst like Steve said is Greg why (laughs) it's the last episode what did you expect for us to talk about
2: Okay, well, we've, then we've I'll done a take season that into consideration episode. when I do my best
1: worst. Hello, <laughs> you get to go first. Go ahead. Hey, you're going first. Oh, Greg, you go first.
2: All right. All right. My worst is Andy, and my best is Steve. Come on, Stevie, baby. Hit me with the back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my best is myself, and my worst is Damn ever. it.
2: <laughs> you can't have two worstes. Oh. It's not how this works. <laughs> my worst is...
3: Uh, worst is some of these games of them not being able to stop the run and just. I think
4: realized, uh,
3: I you
2: know. think I think my worst is you, your guys like pessimism about this season. I think this is a decent season. There's some good games: Chiefs game, the Bears game, this game. Those are all barn burners. And you know what? You're spoiled, and it's re- it's the your uh, your winning privilege is showing. Okay, <laughs> Patriots <laughs> privilege.
1: Oh, I like that.
2: <laughs> oh, Patriots boy. privilege.
1: Yeah, that That's may be so have, that may have to be the name of our new podcast. Patriots privilege. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's true. <laughs> it is. You just expect everything handed on a silver platter every year. Yeah, you're right. why wouldn't we? Don't even know what
3: you. Got. I mean, I I agree. This season was better than I would ever have thought it would be before we started it but it was also super frustrating. I'm sure Belichick pulled the same way of them not being able to stop the run at all. Yeah. fucked everything up.
2: The running, yeah. I mean, even this game, Ricky Williams, a buck 85. Whew.
1: That's what I'm saying. Gonna run, run through us. As did it everybody else? I love
2: Ricky. Patriots. Well, I mean, that will come to fruition early next year, won't it? This, uh, this whole uh, Belichick versus the team in the locker room, won't it? Not too any Spoiler alerts. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. I think
4: it's
1: gonna be a Tune in next
4: time.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm. So yeah, I think what we're gonna do is we're going to take a break from game recaps for maybe a week or two. And do some of the stuff we've saved up. We have some other semi related episodes. Erotic, erotic novel reviews. Oh, we have to do that too. Um, we have Wait, that
3: kiss thing was a robotic novel. I thought it was like a fucking stupid show on him.
2: <laughs>
1: I think we're talking about different things, but yes, no, the Cam Newton book. I know, I'm fucking around. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll have a, okay. a fourth and loud <laughs> review. We'll have uh Greg's deep dive into oh, these well, not necessarily these Miami Dolphins, but your Miami Dolphins and uh, the Richie Incognito scandal, bully with, ball that was that was a throwback one we'll actually have mike on for that one um that was hilarious though
2: yeah that was a good episode i think we uh i think we i think we went below the surface a little bit there and we kind of we got into why andy's so mad all the time
3: (laughs) (laughs) at the commentators specifically (laughs) how was i mad i
2: don't remember uh,
1: I mean, that's well, Have yeah, you it. seen The Vow? No.
2: Have you seen The Vow on HBO movie? about the, uh, the Nexium? It's a documentary about the Nexium cult.
3: I've heard of that shit, but I've never seen it.
1: Never even heard of it.
2: Oh, it's sweet. Uh, well, what I'm getting at is we should brand ourselves <laughs> in like some sort of weird sex thing, right? <laughs> yeah. With my initials. We're just brothers.
3: Why don't, we, why don't we just like brand browns on our on our brown
1: eye yeah well how Let's, big is your brown eye they can fit the whole word
3: on how big is yours
2: yeah not big Good. enough we're talking circumferences here
3: <laughs> <laughs> Radius or it's,
1: yeah it's big and only getting get bigger <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh, browns on browns indeed <laughs> On Browns, look at the Browns jersey today. Yep, yep, yep. Talking about your brown hole. Mm. Uh, well, uh, that feels like a fitting end to the 2002 season.
3: That sigh.
1: Yeah. Talking, yeah, and talking about our buttholes. Because I don't care how what privilege I have, that still feels like it felt like a slog going through some of these games. So. Oh, that's because we'll be... you watched me. <laughs> well here, here's <laughs> a little <laughs> true. Here's a little pro tip. Just don't watch the games they lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, that's not going to be an issue soon coming up here. Yeah. Slog yeah. result. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm pretty excited. These next two years are gonna be uh
1: Yeah. They're We're gonna be a fun watch. They are, yeah. yeah.
2: Let's so. make a prediction. Who do you think your favorite player is going to be in the next two years? Just based on like, or maybe like a, an unsung hero. that You mean outside
1: don't. of Troy Brown is what you're saying. Right. Or right. Even- like
2: mine's obviously Ty Law, and I think that's going to be reinforced. But I was thinking that I'm really ah, interested neat. to watch Richard Seymour like come into his yeah. own because he was starting was to say, play well this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like a perennial pro bowler these next few years, and I want to I want to see his dominance up close.
1: I would say Rodney Harrison this is probably gonna be an interesting thing to watch too, like you said, because he, he comes in for Laurie Malloy and kind of takes over a spot and becomes kind of the heart of that defense and setting that tone. Um, but when does Vince Wilfork come into the picture? I think he was a rookie in 04, yeah. All right, so I think he'll be interesting to watch too. Mm. Love I this event. Ooh.
3: Because I was that's
1: always good... I'm always a huge guy for him. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Or beyond
3: yeah. branch. Even like if you just say the two rookie receivers, because both mm-hmm. of them are to
1: their own. That's true too. That's a good point. Well shit. Well, I guess we'll have to find out.
2: That's right.
1: Next season on the Patriots Dynasty Podcast. Dun 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 dun
2: dun dun I think I just mixed two songs then. I think you okay. did. I think there was a couple ended with the fucking sports not was roll though so I was <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, we, yeah we saw <laughs> god damn and as always if you've enjoyed Next this year baby if you've enjoyed this uh, season this episode any of it leave us let us know, leave us a review, rate this podcast.com slash Pat's um, And since nobody's doing that, we might try and make it easier for next season. We'll find some, some ways of, uh, How are we going to do that? Uh, we might have a phone number that you can text uh, and, or leave us a voicemail at. We should just do what they do for the voter
2: registration and just send like six things in the mail every single day. Even though I'm already fucking registered, <laughs> God damn it, dude!
3: No, I get like, it.
1: There's you an election.
3: Get a ballot to every single person.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. But just send it once, for God's sake. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna send it multiple times to anybody that we can. Um, so All if right. your address is on the internet and you're listening to this, expect to see some mail from us soon. Mm. And we'll we'll accept your handwritten. Ooh, do you
2: guys want to make uh, predictions for the November election?
1: No, no, <laughs> <Neither. Hey laughs> y'all <later>. hey, Elena. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Greg came in like a wrecking ball. I believe the song is that okay, describes that episode. Okay. What time did you guys start? 715 ish.
2: Okay, that's not
1: too bad. No, we talked what about the entire game. Uh well if you looked at the WhatsApp you'll see that he his car broke down on his way home, so he wasn't able to to get home in time for it. Mm, or maybe even though he did list. even though uh he stayed up to watch the game taking notes on how shitty Victor Green was for nothing. Yeah, he Could have Victor had Ed Green. Reed in that spot. Yeah, Victor Green was not good.
2: Yeah, he oh. was bad. Yeah. All right good uh i'm gonna start doing this every week and just show up halfway through
1: well the thing is like you can't just join anymore i have to let you in so we'll see how, mm, how that that's goes true
2: oh that's a good point so steve, I-
1: roll without you we'll just not let you in
2: okay that's fair <laughs> <laughs> i fixed my golf swing steve oh yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. cool I-, I don't have to aim like, like 60 cool. yards left anymore <laughs> I mean, it's still pretty erratic, but at least now I can aim straight and hit it straight. Sometimes, very excited about that. You know, what yeah, you should just do I is you
1: just sure. wear that Kelly Holcomb jersey golfing because then people, say, oh, yeah, not. that makes sense. They don't let you do that.
2: Is <laughs>
3: <That's> accurate. <laughs> You're just playing the wrong courses, dude.
1: Yep.
2: You wanna? When are we gonna play?
3: I don't know. I don't know if there's anything near Thanksgiving or whatever.
2: Yeah, we should. We should try I'm and find running that running out.
3: Over. 17. I'm playing Columbus Day if you have that off. And the Friday, uh, Saturday after that.
2: When's Columbus Day?
3: Monday, the 12th uh, of
4: October.
1: October. After next, yeah.
3: I don't know. That's probably my next time.
1: Are you playing in a tournament that day, Steve?
3: Yep. I think I have it. Well, we have this nice guest room.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's coming along nice. Look at that. It's very sort of yeah. professional looking.
1: Looks like a real bedroom instead of a fucking Remember
2: it was on this wall. You can
3: see all tucked in back in there?
1: Uh-oh. Stevie's growing up.
3: No more giant <laughs> cocks there now while you're lying in bed.
2: <laughs> hey fucking god. <laughs> About well, goddamn time.
1: Not drawn ones anyway. All right, fellas, I will see you
2: next week, yeah? Right. right. The plan? By the way, stop playing with your mic when you're
3: on this because it's, like, constant, like... Yeah, we I can know. hear it every background time. Background rumble. Touch it.
2: Okay. You should that's not, not going to happen. Should, like, <laughs> nah. I will. I'm sorry. I just have fidgety hands, that's all. I know you do. I know, me too. I have fidgety hands, yeah. Yeah. That's, why, that's why I have I stuff to I will try my with. best. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys.
1: All right, boys. Uh, next week, do we want to do the Cam Newton thing? Sure. The erotic novel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Sounds good. I've got the other two, like, queued up already. So we've got a couple of weeks of uh, leeway before we got to jump into 2003. All right.
4: Cool. Ooh, then
3: we can do a special Thanksgiving episode.
1: We can do a special Thanksgiving episode.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right. See you later. Bye, Bye, guys.